So Disney's been really busy lately. We're going to talk about that and more on today's episode of the Geek Watch Podcast. This is the Geek Watch Podcast with Brian Hatcher and Andy Petrie. Greetings, Geek Watchers, and welcome to episode 154 of the Geek Watch Podcast. I'm Brian Hatcher, and with me, as always, Geek Watch's own resident geek goddess, Mandy Petrie. Hello, Brian! And, man, we have been watching some TV recently. Yeah. I wanted to get, I'm not going to say the bad news out of the way, but I did want to bring this up because I have been seeing news going all over the place with Warner Brothers, and I just want to just knock this out because there's nothing but good news for the most part. But okay. with all the rumors that are going on right now between the whole thing with Amber Heard mm-hmm. and with Ezra Miller. The stories are getting weirder every single day. Yeah. And so I've been seeing a lot of stuff in the news about people being taken out of movies, people being digitally removed. I've seen stories about Amber Heard's been replaced. I've seen stories that Warner Brothers has doubled the numbers of scenes with Amber Heard in them. It's there Wow. Are, huh. It's so many crazy rumors and stories floating out there, but there's nothing official. Basically, just to say, once there's something official, we'll report it. But as of right now, since everything is so crazy, until there's something that we can know is true. Going to d- make up stuff. Yeah, okay. the people are going to make up stuff, but that's mm-hmm. not our job to make up stuff or to be an aggregator of made up stuff. So mm-hmm. until we know something for sure, we're just going to just sit by and watch the parade go by, yeah. I suppose. But... With that out of the way, let's talk some really good news. There's like tons of it. Today. Yeah. It was announced today, and I know you know, uh-huh. Neil Patrick Harris is in Doctor Who. Yes. the re- Well, what I saw was that he's going to be like an ultimate villain, and that just sounds awesome. Yeah. Did you see any of the pictures that they posted in Twitter? No. Yeah. I never go on Twitter, so no, I haven't. Yeah, I was wondering why they were going to announce that Neil Patrick Harris was involved, because that sounds like that would be fun to be surprised by, but apparently some people took pictures while Neil Patrick Harris was out filming with David Tennant, and so they figured we might as well break the story before somebody breaks it for us. Uh-huh. So, and Leak yeah, it ourselves. <laughs> yeah, Neil Patrick Harris, it's not like white face paint, but it's definitely pale okay. makeup. And he's dressed in a tux, and apparently there's a scene where he and the 10th Doctor, assuming David Tennant is playing Uh the 10th Doctor, there's a lot of speculation on that too, but there's a scene where he and Neil Patrick Harris are dancing. Ooh. So then I've heard heard that there's a possibility that he might be bringing back a very old character from back like the first Doctor. Really? Uh, Okay. That he may be playing the role of the Celestial Toy Maker. Which is a really old character. It sounds really cool, though. Oh, yes. Celestial toy maker. Yes. He uh, trapped the first Doctor and his companions in a world of fantasy and fiction. Was this like Susan and the two teachers old or? It was a little little bit later than that, actually. Uh Just a little bit later. I think that was back in the days of, I think, Stephen, I believe. Wow. But, uh, yeah, and I forget what the actor's name was who played him, but if you remember the old Tim Burton Batman? Yes. The actor who played Alfred? Like mm-hmm. I said, I forget who yeah. the actor's name is, but he was the Celestial Toy Maker. He played that role. Okay, yeah. So 
that's a possibility. Mm-hmm. And so we will see how that goes. But either way, I'm excited. <laughs> oh, yeah, whatever. It's going to be awesome. And Are we going to get our musical episode? Is that? <laughs> yeah, it's funny that you said the musical episode because I have to mention this because, and some people like the movie and some people didn't, but Joaquin Phoenix's Joker is getting a sequel. Okay, all right. And there's rumors that it's going to be a musical and that Lady Gaga is going to be in it as a singing Harley Quinn-type character. Okay, I look thinking about this could be my rose-colored geek glasses fan fiction going on. If you go into Arkham Asylum and you have all these patients and knowing the work that we have this Academy Award-winning, Grammy Award-winning, nearly egotting woman... Mm-hmm. who is just fantastic, American Horror Story, she's just fantastic, coming into this very gritty, very Scorsese universe. Yeah. I'm good with it. I want to see this. I, I haven't seen the Joaquin Phoenix Joker, it, but I could get on board with this. Yeah. It, yeah, some people weren't the biggest fan of it because it, it was certainly its own canon, but I enjoyed it. And so seeing them go completely off the rails mm-hmm. and have their musical episode. I love um, it. And The Boys is getting their own musical episode. Tomorrow is the musical episode premieres of The Boys, so I can't wait to see. That's going to be exciting. Oh, yeah. I, I saw something where I guess a soldier boy has a musical number in this. That was actually the last week's episode. Oh, okay. Yes, he did. With, spoiler alert, the Solid Gold Dancers. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Yes. <laughs> well, I saw I ha- that. I, was I like, have to start watching this show. That's beautiful. Now. That's beautiful. Yeah. Take a weekend. Get yourself caught up. Um, yeah. We have Monday off. So <laughs> <laughs> we do. We do. Yes. So we, yeah, we definitely. Yes. Our uh, Geek Watch listeners, you do not know this, but uh, Brian and I, we are real people. We have real nine to five jobs. And no, that uh, is not true. That is absolutely <laughs> not true. All I do is podcast and then I just watch stuff. That's all I do. At least that's all I do that I count. But yeah, I definitely need to get caught up on that for Mm -hmm. sure. But yeah, with Joker, them jumping the shark like this, I got no problem with it. This is the type of thing that's meant to jump the shark. Either one of those things, if they did this, the Joker movie style, or they did this Joel Schumacher style, I'm fine with it. Let's let's bring it on. (laughs) I want to see it. Whatever it is, for Mm -hmm. sure. But yeah, so we got that as a rumor. I did see a teaser trailer for The Monsters, and I guess it is going to get a simultaneous release. It is going to be in theaters. <gasps> is it? Oh, I thought well. it was just Yeah, I think that streaming. perhaps they've backed off on that a little bit, although if they're still going to do it, on streaming as well, which mm-hmm. apparently it's going to be, that's going to cut into everything. Mm-hmm. But they started it out in black and white, like the old TV show. Right. And then there was a moment where he said, and finally in color, and then you see them in color, and they're oh, just kind of Oh, is this where he, he crashes through the door? Yes. Okay, yes, I have seen that. Yeah, yeah. I've forgotten about it. So yeah. I'm going to give it a chance. Uh-huh. I'm gonna it looks like it. fun either way. Yeah, it does. Yeah. It looks like it's going to be a lot of fun mm-hmm. and it's certainly going to be worth a, a, at least one watch, I suppose. Yeah. But yeah, definitely looking forward to that. And I have to mention this, though, because we didn't talk about this last week. And to me, this shows that Hollywood, although it seems like they're scrambling to get content out and they're really trying to get back into the swing of things. Mm-hmm. And of course... Since everybody is to starve for content, you got this big rush of content and everybody is now vying for the attention of the television slash moviegoer. Did you hear about the deal with Morbius? I've seen memes. I don't know if they have to do with... It does in a way. But let me... Okay. So basically, here's what happened. I got to tell you this story. You're going to love this. But 
Of course, I talked about what I thought about Morbius, uh-huh. and I don't think you ever got you ever went to see it. No, but I saw the trailer, so I saw the movie. So <laughs> we talked about that. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> so most people thought pretty much the same way, and some people hated it even more than I did. Mm-hmm. And like I said, I was just to me, it was kind of meh. So there's all these memes that have been rolling around, like you said, and like uh, give us a third chance, or three strikes we're out, or if we just do it, do it for us one more time, or something. Those are the memes that I've been seeing. Yeah, I didn't know well, that there was any substance to them. Actually, there is, and I, I will get to that part of it. But what happened is there was a lot of memes, people talking about, man, I can't wait for the sequel, Morbius Two. It's Morbin time. <laughs> it got to a point where, and this is where I got to give Jared Leto some praise because he got into it too. I think it was a TikTok maybe or an Instagram short where you see him sitting on a couch reading a script (laughs) and it zooms in on the script and it says Morbius 2, it's Morbin time. (laughs) So the fact that he has a sense of humor about this thing I think is great. So I enjoyed the heck out of that. But here's what happened. The internet is what it is, and we all know that there's a certain playfulness to the internet. We know there's some irony there. There's a great deal of trolling that goes on. But apparently Sony didn't know that. (laughs) All Sony knew was that, hey, people are talking about Morbius. It's trending. Morbius is trending. (laughs) So we need to put it back in the theaters. That's what I've heard. So I I didn't know there was any merit to that or anything. Yes, they did. All right. They decided to stick it back in the theaters where it made, in its second opening weekend, the new opening weekend, (laughs) $58,000. Just in case. Let's see. Let's see if the third time is the charm. That was the joke. They're saying, can we make them do that one more time? Let's see. Let's see. Come on. Let's do it. For the number of theaters that they reopened in, for it to make $58,000 total means that the average number of ticket sales per theater is about one. And that's for everything. That's for every showing for the entire weekend. Now, Lu- Lucy with the football. That that was one of the memes. It was like, "Come on, if you put it out one more time, we'll go see it." Exactly. <laughs> yep, that's it. So yes, Sony did actually think that because uh, of the fact that everybody's talking about it, we should uh-huh. put it back out again, and it broke records because it's the only movie that has bombed twice. Yep, that's fantastic. Yeah, it, well, I don't know. If fantastic is a word. It's definitely uh-huh. funny. Uh, I would like to compare it to if they did a re-release of Troll 2. The thing is, I think it would do better (laughs) than Morbius. Exactly, yes. Again, when you think, it's like if like five people decided to go and see it. Yep. They're like, oh, this is going to be funny. Let's go and make fun of this thing. Yes. That made up for four theaters (laughs) that no one went to see it at all. (laughs) Yeah, so obviously there were a bunch of theaters that, they showed it, and literally no one came to see it. Oh, that's yeah. beautiful. So all, the moral of this story is, yes, internet marketing is important. Understanding memes and trends is important. All of that is important. However, you have to understand what's going on. Yeah. Just because everybody's saying, oh, when are we getting the sequel? That doesn't mean they want one. And it doesn't mean <laughs> they're going to come back and watch the movie. Yeah. So Sony learned, I, hopefully they learned a very valuable lesson. Oh, I hope not. I want to see more stuff like this happen in the future. I do. <laughs> I want to see great, big stuff like this. It's great. It's. What, I mean, what else are we going to talk about? What else are we going to make movies about in 20 years? That's how we made The Room. <laughs> <laughs> Scheidenfreude. What can you do? Right. So, 
let us talk about some really cool stuff mm-hmm. that we saw on TV. And we can start with Obi-Wan. We got to see the penultimate episode. Mm-hmm. So they've only got one left. Yep. So what did you think? I'm loving it. And it's the heart. It's so adorable. And what I consider the twist. There was a hint at it. We knew what mm-hmm. had gone on. We didn't know what that person's ultimate goal was. So right. that's exciting. And then we got that final shot at the end that we get to see what's coming next and the, the next dangerous part. And yeah, I love it. I think it's so heartwarming and I'm excited to see it. <laughs> yeah. Well, of course, what set off the what's going to be the uh, season and maybe season finale or maybe series finale. I don't know if they're possibly going to do another series of this but yeah it was all started by our friend the fake snake oil jedi (laughs) yeah which is it's funny of course because of course we got to see him again and this is going to be like the second reference that we have of that actor and i will definitely get to that in a moment camille nanjiani but uh, i did really enjoy the episode and i like what they're setting up there was a little bit of a plot hiccup because there was that moment when Obi-Wan was captured and he's in the handcuffs and brought out. And instead of having him wait outside for Vader to show up, two stormtroopers took him back into the base and closed the blast doors. And mm-hmm. I was like, okay, why are they doing that? Oh, it's because the plot needs them yeah. to do that. <laughs> oh, plot, you so silly. Uh-huh. So that at that moment, I was like, okay, that was a little clunky. They had mm-hmm. to get him outside to do a, a little bit of a convo. Yeah. Which they already showed that they didn't really need to do that. They could have put that as part of the scene you were talking about. Mm-hmm. But like I said, that was a bit of a plot hiccup. But besides that, I've been pretty much enjoying mm-hmm. what was going on. And I love how Leia is getting more involved. Mm-hmm. Although for some reason, it does seem like in Star Wars TV shows, you're taking your smallest character and shoving them in a vent oh, yeah. to help fix things. We got to. Even Baby Yoda gets put into a vent. But uh, yeah, I enjoyed the heck out of the show. We've got one episode left, and man, mm-hmm. did they leave that on a cliffhanger. Yes. They're like, this is going to get to be real serious. Right, we're going back to the desert. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there we go. But that's going to be the thing, too, is the idea of continuity. If the battle winds up on Tatooine, then obviously the question is going to be, well, then why didn't Vader continue to look for Obi-Wan on Tatooine. So either there's going to be something where Darth Vader believes that Obi-Wan has been killed, that he's killed him. As of right now, Vader doesn't know about on Tatooine. It's only third sister. She's the one who found out that something's going on Tatooine. Right. Yeah. So I feel like it's going to be down to her and Obi-Wan. And maybe if she goes to Tatooine and gets Obi-Wan and then says, I was wrong, let's work together. And that, that could be... that or. Maybe there's something, she realizes there's something there on Tatooine to use against Vader. Yeah, his son. So that son. could be, yeah. It's like, yeah. I'm going to kill your son, and you didn't even know you had one. Right. <laughs> but that's the other question, too, because obviously by the time we get to the original trilogy, Darth Vader knew that Luke Skywalker was his son. He tells him in The Empire Strikes Back. So he finds out about it sometime. Somehow, yeah. So maybe, but th- I guess that's going to become the question. When yeah. did he find out? When exactly Why did he find didn't he go after Exactly. Him? If it happens in this mm-hmm. next episode, then Lucy, you got some splaining to do. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and that's going to be the other thing, too, because it did seem like in A New Hope that the times when Vader saw Luke, he didn't necessarily know who he was or recognize him. So maybe something happened between those two, and maybe there's a book in the canon somewhere that mm-hmm. explains it. 
But I guess we'll definitely see how that we that, shall see. that episode goes. Now, before we go, the one thing we absolutely have to talk <laughs> about is Ms. Marvel. Oh my gosh, Ms. Marvel. We got the second episode. <sighs> like, how does this get any better? If they start off this strong, how does it get any better? You're starting out at 11. Oh, it's so good, Brian. It's so good. I'm enjoying the heck out of this. I really am. I love, love, love mm-hmm. this show. All these little moments. I mean, just... The, the tiles falling off the washroom, and there's only one sink that's working to wash their hands and their feet. Oh, that's just, I love it so much. <laughs> yeah, one thing that I definitely love about that episode, but about the series, is that level of verisimilitude that you feel. These are real things that are happening. Now, mm-hmm. I can't say that, oh, yeah, this reminds me of all the mosques I've ever been in, because <laughs> I've never been to a mosque. But it felt like I was at that moment. Uh-huh. And admittedly, maybe this is just good storytelling and I'm being deceived. However, I did go online and I've seen some uh, reviews by Muslims and they're like, oh man, they're nailing this. Yeah. (laughs) The other thing that I'm seeing is a lot of Muslims saying, this is wonderful that we're getting this representation because we don't normally get that. And how big a deal it is when someone who doesn't get to see themselves in a positive light on television or in movies, what it can mean to them when they do. Yeah. There was, in one of the videos I saw of a Muslim man who does reviews and critiques on movies and television, was talking about how much Miss Marvel meant to him just for the representation, but also how he showed the first episode to his sister, who's not a Marvel fan at all, and she was moved to tears because she did not realize there was going to be a show out there that was going to represent her oh i would love to hear what she saw after she saw the second episode where you see the girls talking about their head coverings Mm -hmm. and how they're separated from the men and our speakers don't work back here and that is yeah i can't i'm speechless at how good this show is oh yeah and we haven't even talked about the superpower part of it we're just exactly (laughs) this is how good this show is and what's great about this show is the fact that I feel like I understand a little bit better Muslim culture. Mm -hmm. And you have that wonderful moment where you have a character talking about the fact that they're caught in that twilight of they're not quite ethnic enough for one group of people, but they're not quite white enough for the mainstream. And that twilight that you get caught in when that's the case, when you don't feel like you belong anywhere, you get that wonderful moment. You get the love and respect for a culture, but also the desire to want to change things Mm -hmm. for the better. Yes. And again, that you have that wonderful scene at the dinner table where they're talking about the partition, which if you remember from Doctor Who. Yeah, that's the... Exactly. The demons of the Punjab. They, yeah, that's they, the Doctor Who. That's probably one of the other times in American Gods that mm-hmm. we even really get this in a whole lot of pop culture. And yeah, that, my mind immediately went to Doctor Who. It was like, oh, the partition. I, right. Because of Doctor Who. That's the only reason I know about it. Right. Now, for a lot of people, this was like the first time yeah. ever. And I saw, I have seen more than one review where people were like, I never realized there was this issue between Pakistan and in Tulsa, ADHD, Tulsa, Oklahoma. No one knew about it being attacked by bombs mm-hmm. because it was a thriving black neighborhood, and they attacked it with bombs. It wasn't until Watchmen that they found out. Yeah, Sorry. well, <laughs> again, that's a reason why representation is important because 
stories get lost without it. That culture is so important to the structure of this show. And which, are we going to get into the spoiler? Yeah. The big twist? Yeah. When she's sitting there and she says, this is our cousin. And surprise, it turns out it's their cousin. (laughs) Or maybe an uncle. Great uncle. But they would still call it cousin, cousins. They're like cousins and sisters and brothers. Like Mm -hmm. they use the same terminology for all extended family. Auntie, like the aunties. Yeah. Everyone's your auntie. Yeah. Assuming... (laughs) Uh, that was her great grandmother, which it looks like it is. Yes, but are we going to get? It. <laughs> are we going to get? How's this twist going? And this is like the second episode. I know, but this is also where we get our second Kamel Nanjiani reference. And unless you've seen Eternals, you might yeah. not remember it. But he played Kingo. It wasn't my favorite movie, obviously, uh-huh. but the character of Kingo was a Bollywood star. In the movie. Okay. And that's why you see him doing a a Bollywood dance in the trailer (laughs) because he was a Bollywood star. Uh And he gets name checked at the restaurant because (laughs) Cameron winds up teasing Kamala about Mm -hmm. being a fan of Kingo. Okay. (laughs) And admits that his mother is a fan of Kingo Sr. And if you've seen Eternals, first of all. The same. Yes, it's the same same person. person. (laughs) Because. That is great. Because obviously. He can't play the same role for... Oh, yeah. Or, so he has to he, pretend like he's his own son. Yep. And, of course, he's very famous. <laughs> so I love how you have that callback because it's like, yeah, they're going to be talking about Bollywood and it's the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Of course they're going to talk is, about Kingo because Kingo's one of, one of the biggest stars of Bollywood. Uh-huh. And the fact you get that nod, it's that wonderful yeah. little detail. Now, there's something which I'm probably reaching in in my head. Oh, this is an Easter egg. It's not really. Okay, so the whole scene where she is dancing to herself and everything, which totally reminded me of Adventures in Babysitting. She's mm-hmm. dancing around and having all this fun. And as we know, Adventures in Babysitting was when Vincent D'Onofrio played Thor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't think about Adventures in Babysitting. <laughs> I did think a little bit of Bollywood uh-huh. and a little bit of Risky Business. Uh, yes, and so I love that. And again, you have that wonderful style that they have of animating the whole room. Yes. And I like how the text showed up in the fabric of her blanket on her bed. Yep. So that was really And up the walls anytime. Yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, there was so much good stuff in this episode. And right. I can go on for hours about this. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> and normally when you have this many plot lines and you have this much information, yeah, Normally, it just it becomes overpacked. It becomes tedious, and it feels like you're getting a lecture. And it, none of that. No, you felt none of that. They were able to give Sneaky. us a lot of information, <laughs> and it fed into the story, and it was entertaining while we were getting mm-hmm. that information. And we developed deeper relationships with the characters. Iman Valeni, amazing actress. I love what she's doing with Kamala Khan. I, and you've seen all the the little memes of her dressed as Miss Marvel for Halloween when she was thirteen. Yes, I love it. Ugh, I oh, I love yeah. it so much. I love the fact that, that this has become a dream for her in mm-hmm. a bunch of ways. And, you she know, she fanboyed her way into Oh yeah. <laughs> into the role. And oh my god, she's just great in that. God, yeah. And the thing about it is it's we're just two episodes in. Uh-huh. And it's a, like how does it get any better than this? Yeah. yeah it's that's like, where I am right now. Oh yeah. And one thing I have to say, I know that some people had issues, and we talked about this before, about how her powers have changed. Yeah. But I love that little bit in episode two where it's explained that the power doesn't come from the band. It's from her. It just that the band just awakens the power. So the power is her. Yeah. She's 
Otherwise, great grandma wouldn't still be alive. Yeah. Without her band. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It, exactly. So the fact that it's not that she's getting these powers strapped on her, that it's this it's is, a legacy. It's this her. Is, it, it's definitely her. And the band's just awoke what was already in her. And I like that because I can understand why some people had the issue with taking the Terrigen Mist out of it because then you're just basically turning her powers into a MacGuffin. And that's not what they're doing. Hard light. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and that's the other thing, too. When are we going to get the Night Light Night Monkey team up? <laughs> that's what I'm looking for. Night Light, yeah. Night Light Night Monkey. Uh-huh. When are we going to see the two of them together? Mm-hmm. So next week, we're going to have the final episode of Obi-Wan. Mm-hmm. We're going to get another episode of Miss Marvel. Right. And I cannot wait to see what happens next. We shall see. And so with that said, we come to the end of episode 154. Thank you for listening and tune in next time for the latest in geek news and views with the Geek Watch podcast. From Andy Petrie, this is Brian Hatcher, reminding all the geek watchers out there, we're all geeky about something. Be proud of yours. See you next time. Thank you for listening to the Geek Watch podcast. If you enjoyed this program, don't forget to like and subscribe on your preferred platform and share this podcast on your social media. For links to all the ways you can listen to the GeekWatch podcast, as well as leave comments and suggestions, visit our website at geekwatch.net. The GeekWatch podcast is a Hanging J production.